1: Hey, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. Thank you so much for stopping by for a virtual cup of cafecito and for tuning in to another Empowering Cafecito chat. Hey, listen, if you know, we have been doing the Fearless Men podcast series. It has been incredible and amazing. The men who have shown up to share their heart, to be authentic, and to empower the ladies has been amazing. It's been a blessing to just hear the heart of men and learn from them. I'm a believer that we can learn from men. We can learn from those men who truly desire to empower women and have a God-centered perspective. So let me just say, this is the last episode. It's been amazing. It's been a four-part series. And if you're new here, This season is all about stepping into that fearless version of who you are and also growing a little bit deeper in your faith. So all that to say, thank you to all the men who have been a part of this series. You're a blessing. Today, I have a friend, Oscar Rico, on the podcast, and I met Oscar in middle school. So little backstory, I am from Chicago, but I lived in Texas for about three years, three and a half years Uh, My parents were divorced, came to live with my mother. And so I met Oscar in middle school. And it's crazy how years will pass, but yet God still connects you with people from childhood. So let me tell you about Oscar. Oscar is a husband. He is a father. Um, A little bit of his story is that uh, he grew up a good kid, but during his adolescence, he kind of went through a crazy phase. He became a father really young, really early. He got into drugs and started drinking, but he encountered Jesus on January 18th, 2020, and he's never been the same. He quit everything cold turkey, and now his desire and his passion is to preach the gospel. Let me tell you, like I always say, whether you believe in God or not, you cannot argue with somebody's story who has been transformed. And I am in awe of What God does in the lives of people who just give Him a yes. So today, Oscar is going to talk about how to really be fearless and what it means to Him. And He's also really empowering the women to be who they were created to be. As with all Cafecito chats, we talk about a little bit of everything. But today's a special treat, I will say, because Oscar's wife, Maria Rico, is also joining us. She shares her heart on Really allowing her husband to do what he needs to do so that he can pursue the calling on his heart and how together they're working to really help others and empower others. So it's going to be an amazing conversation. And I think that it's going to inspire you and it's going to really nudge you to step into that fearless woman God has called you to be. So, hey, listen, anything that you need to know about Oscar, he's also a rapper. He does music. He has his own business. Uh, you can find all of his links in the show notes. And let me just say, girl, you're in for a treat. So please make sure that you share this episode with your amigas and your amigos, your brothers, your primos, your husband shared with them because something truly powerful happens when we lift each other up. God bless you. (laughs) Hola welcome to the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, Here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girls, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business, one cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, it's a sisterhood. And together, we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito, and let's do this. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Mujer. So excited. Thank you so much for joining me for another cup of virtual cafecito. So as you know, we've been doing season five. It has been the Fearless Men podcast series. And I've been so honored to just have a conversation with these amazing men. Today, I have a friend, Oscar Rico and his wife, Maria, they are yeah. here to really just inspire <laughs> you and empower you and so guys welcome to the fearless mujer podcast
2: hey, hey how y'all doing today we're excited to be here and uh we're honored to that you have us on here and we're thankful for everything that you're doing out there so
1: thank you this is a blessing
2: yeah this is a blessing this is a blessing yes.
1: thank you so much and i'm i'm really excited that you're here maria because i feel like it's always like the husband and wife just compliment each other. So it just makes <laughs> it even even better. Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So everyone knows who listens to this podcast is that I love tacos. So that's my favorite oh, food. <laughs> What's yes, your favorite yeah. food, guys?
2: I'm going to have to go with uh, 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 a pozole. I love mm, pozole. Green yeah, or red? Green. I had to go green? with the green pozole. I've
1: never had green pozole.
2: Yeah, it's, it's super good. And I actually, uh, I actually learned how to make it. So I'm the one that makes it and my kids love it. Um, And, and it's something that they come to me every now and then. and Hey, dad, we want green pozole. And I, I actually cook oh, it. Oh, wow. So.
1: Well, yeah, when yeah. you make some, I'll buy some so I can eat it.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, always get,
1: ate red pozole growing up.
2: <laughs> yeah, instead of cafecito, it's going to be uh, uh, hey, pozole. <laughs> hey, that sounds
1: good. Pozole and amigos night. So Maria, what's yeah. your favorite food? I like I
0: like a lot too. I like a lot of Mexican foods, enchiladas is my favorite. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. yes.
1: You need an enchilada party.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Enchiladas. Uh-huh.
1: All right. Well, thank you again for being here. I always feel I don't know. I just always talk about food, even though like now I'm trying to <laughs> be yeah. healthy. But... Hey, I'm a foodie
2: too. I'm a foodie. <laughs> I love too, food, yeah.
1: especially tacos. Um, yeah. so Oscar, can you well actually can you all tell us a little bit about Both of you, because I know both of you are in ministry. So, can you give us a little background on that?
2: Uh, On the ministry side, or like before, 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 like right now, what I'm doing in the ministry is uh, I am a I'm a leader in the church. I'm an ordained minister, and uh, I'm actually I lead a Bible study at my church, and I am the leader over the evangelist team. So, I'm the one that takes the street team out. I'm the one that does the outreaches, and I run the 5:30 in the morning prayer for the men. So every morning, the men we get up at 5:30 in the morning, Monday through Friday, and we get into prayer. and And this is a funny story because um, I, I I brought it up to my pastor. And I said, uh, "I said, pastor, I said, I feel like the Lord's like calling the men to get together and pray at 5:30 in the morning." He goes, "Well, that's great because he put it on your heart. So why don't you start it?" <laughs> 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 so, because it tells me that, and I said, okay, that's the last idea I bring up to the pastor. Because you know, obviously, that was just a uh, yeah. It, it was it was good. It was actually good though. And and so I, uh, we've been doing it for about eight months, almost nine months now. So five thirty in the morning prayer, we run a Bible. I run Bible study on Tuesday, and I probably preach about maybe once every two months. So I'm getting uh, used to the platform.
1: Wow. That's yeah, amazing. And was, I know you said that you're also in school, right? You mentioned that. Yes,
2: yes, I'm That's I'm awesome. in my second year getting my associates for uh in theology.
1: Wow. Because I wanted
2: to I was hungry I you know, I'm hungry for the word and 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 I feel like um we can never stop learning.
1: Yes, we can never stop learning. That.
2: Yes, and and so That's we always awesome. got to be um, be learning and 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 also uh, I have a ministry with my music. I it, like if you see my shirt, it says "Set Free." Yes. um for "Set Free" by Jesus, Brother Rico. That's like my ministry for my music, and it's just something that the Lord uh, kind of like. I never, you know, me since I was in middle school, you yes, know, I was I never was a rapper.
1: Give a yeah. <laughs> I was you never like a, a shy rapper.
2: kid in I was a kids. shy kid. I was a shy kid, and I was always like embarrassed to be on stage or be in the front. And I think watching my brother just be that person that was always like dancing and in front of everything, I was like, "Man, I want to be like him one day." And I kind of envied that, you know, as as uh, as a young child and growing up. And you know, um, when I got saved, I, I'm going to share this where, um, with y'all. Uh, when I got saved, I remember telling my wife, I said, "I'm going to share my testimony because the church." Actually, asked me, can you share your testimony? And I was so scared. And my wife says, Well, what are you going to do about it? I said, I'm actually going to go to my room and write it down in a, in a on, a on a piece of paper. And when I go out the, up there, I'll just read it. And she goes, Okay. And as I go in my room, I start writing and it, it began to rhyme.
1: Wow. And as
2: it began to rhyme, I was like, Okay. So I said it. I opened up the door and I said, Babe. And she comes. <laughs> and I said, Guess what? I said, I'm going to write a poem. And, and what was your reaction? Uh, you said? It's
0: like, Oh
2: no. <laughs> she goes, You're not a poet. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was hilarious. And I said, Okay, well, I'm gonna continue to write. So, anyways, I end up giving my my testimony as a and in, in a poem. And when I gave it to when I did it in a poem, um, my brother jumps up from the crowd and just says, Hey, put a beat behind it. And I was wow. like, I'm not a rapper. I said, No, no. So he began he began to send me instrumental beats and instrumental beats, and I was just like, and when I finally heard one that I liked, and I said, and I kind of just grabbed my lyrics from the poem and then put them onto the song. And oh. that's kind of like how it came about. And so a year ago, uh, I wrote my first song, December 2021, 21, Yeah, 2021. I wrote my first song. So I, just a little bit over a year since wow. I've been making music. And, and it's I don't know good. where it yeah. <laughs> It's
1: really good. No, I'm not <laughs> yeah. just saying that because yeah, I, I think Thank like I'm in, I'm in a season where, well, just in general, I think as believers, we love to see other people use their gifts. But I'm in a season where like you see people using their gift, right? Or doing something for God. And you're like, yes, right. Yes, and so yes. I, I want to say this though. And also for the listeners, we God has a sense of humor because yeah. we don't know we don't see so much in ourselves. And a lot of times it's the things that scare us that He uses. For example, and I don't know if you remember this, Oscar, but The reason people called me Mickey in middle school and high school was because of my voice. And I've shared this with my (laughs) my listeners.
2: I already know that. And it's,
1: it's, because I grew up in Chicago mostly, but everyone always made fun of my voice because it was squeaky. And, and so when I got to Texas, everyone thought I was so cool because I was from Chicago, but everyone started calling me Mickey because they couldn't say, yeah. And so it's so crazy that like, and I share this all the time that, that I would even podcast. Right. And of course, yeah. at first, it was very scary. And you hear oh, yourself yeah. and you're like, what the heck do I sound like that? Yeah. And now it's so normal. Right. It's like, it's just what I do. Right. And so yeah.
2: take it makes to have- unique, too.
1: Yeah, and God has such a sense of humor where, like, He's like, "Oh, you're scared to do that. Watch this. Watch how I align people." So yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that your brother was like, "Hey, put a beat behind that," you know.
2: Yes, exactly. Um, so that's
1: awesome. Okay, so for the listeners, for Miami guys out there, um, Oscar and I go way back. Like, yes, we were little kids. You know, yes.
2: thirteen. lived on the next block.
1: 14. Yes, we used to go to Sonic. Uh, yeah. We were just two uh-huh. kids didn't know anything that was going on we were just yeah kind of going through life and you know uh-huh. those those are a lot of memories that I have you know hanging out with one of our other friends and I love how God just kind of brings people even though like it's on Facebook right but God yeah. just uh-huh. keeps you connected and then to know yes. like Hey, we're probably going to be hanging out in heaven. That's pretty cool, right? So oh yeah, that
2: is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> so- is cool because we come from you know little bitty kids and and growing up and and um, and facing a lot of the teenager things together yeah. as a group because there was a group of friends that we grew up around. In, um, yeah. And yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know
1: what's great? Like, and I know, like a while ago, a couple years ago, I was kind of going through a thing, and it's just amazing how God kind of. Just brings people back to be like, hey, this is not you. Whatever you're going through, like, this ain't you. So that's a whole other story that we're not going to talk about. But yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Throwing that out there, Maria.
1: So I want to know you are Oscar's talking about all these things that he does, but I know you're holding down the fort because I am a wife and I know, like, for a man to pursue his purpose or to live out his calling it really takes a special kind of woman so i'd love for you to tell me how how do you kind of keep helping? because this is about fearless men so how do you really encourage oscar to really kind of be that man right that god designed him to be
0: Right. Well, um, I I do have a lot of my plate too. You know, alongside with you know his his what he has going on with the ministry and uh, our kids, but um. I let him uh do what he needs to do at home like if he needs to study or yeah. he needs to do things like for the for the church or for the people I give him his space because I know that is very important for him to be able to minister to people Man. um and uh and you know we just have a lot of people just come our way that that need a lot of help you know yes. a lot of family members and friends and and so I'm just, um, I, I really support him a lot in what he does because I do see it in him. He's very, um, he's, he's one that goes out there, you know, he, he, he's just likes to, you know, make sure that <laughs> he, he does what he needs to do in order to make a, you know, please people and um, just to be who he needs to be. Wow. And God has a, such a great calling for him and I can see it in him. I can see a change in him. So I'm just very blessed to be able to be a part of it too, as well, you know, cause Amen. we come a long way. Oh yeah. yeah
1: wow. I yeah. love it. And I, yeah. I wanted to ask that because, and, and I'll say this when, when people are like using their gifts, right. It's not always it's, I I guess it is creative, but it's not always okay, my thing looks like your thing, right? But regardless, it's like, there's still especially for men, there's still a spouse there that's supporting what you're doing.
2: Yes. yes. And so
1: it's not like, oh, yes, I'm doing all these things. No, there's somebody actually having my back and really pushing me to keep doing this. And so I love that because it's hard for wives when your husband is busy, and, and I speak for myself, mm-hmm. but when your husband is busy and, you know, yeah. especially if your love language is quality time, you you want to kind of um, have that person there. You want to spend oh, time yes. with them. Yes. And I, I do want to share this, though, because I had a couple on the in this podcast. And one thing that she said, which reminds me kind of like of what you're saying, Maria, she's like, I understand the assignment on his life. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa Um, i was like like when she said that i was like wow and so you know it reminds me of that like like you see what he has on his life and i'm sure it's vice Mm -hmm. versa so i love that because i think that when when we talk about being fearless i don't necessarily mean oh you're never afraid right we're always going to be uncomfortable and when god calls us to do things, and let me say this even when you do that thing God calls you to do, he's like, I got something else for you. Like,
2: oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's not it. a yeah.
1: surprise. Yeah. You know? So I, yeah. I love that. And I guess that's my question is like, Oscar, what does it mean to you to live a fearless life? And then you can jump in if you like, Maria.
2: Yeah. And before we jump into that question, though, I just want to kind of, uh, you know, go off of what y'all were talking about just a while ago off that question. But, you know, as I'm out there doing, uh ministry and doing the work of the Lord. And and Maria knows that they'll call me and say, hey, can you come pray with me? You know, I've had friends that are suicidal. I had friends that are dealing with depression or maybe uh dealing with marital marital problems and they already like the wife has already left and then I'm going over there to do counseling. But she holds it down for me at the house where she is interceding for me. Uh she'll fast and pray for me at the house uh, for the Lord to speak out of me. And at the same time she's taking care of the kids She's uh, cooking and cleaning, make sure everything's in place, make sure everything is um it's paid off so the you know the like when it comes to the bills and i I just love everything that she holds down so i can be comfortable and and uh, less stressed when i'm out there doing god's work so you know she is my backbone and she is my rib and when when i say she's my rib yeah she's my rib and and, i'm I'm thankful i'm thankful for her Mm -hmm. but um but for me to be fearless is like i think we all still get a form of uh you know nervousness and fear as you know, God, God throws it. We can't really see what's in front of us. So we're like, man, we want to, we want to, we want to be able to see what's in front of us before we actually move on it. But God says, you know, then what is, what is faith? You know, mm-hmm. what, is, what is faith? So I think that um standing on God's word, when not knowing what is to come is, is actually helps me out a lot. And I, and it reminds me of, the I don't I know. I don't know. You know, the story in Exodus, whenever the Israelites have just crossed the uh, yeah. they're getting close to the Red Sea, they got the Egyptian army on one side. Right. And then they got the Red Sea blocking them in and they're kind of stuck in between. And they all these two million people that are, are that he's leading them out into the wilderness. They look at Moses and they begin to complain and say, hey, have you brought us out here just to die? They have this fear because they can see the enemy coming at them. And at the same time, they see that there's no way out because they're blocked in by the Red wow. Sea. And then so Moses begins to just cry out to the Lord. And he says, stand still. Let me let me let me talk to the Lord, basically. Wow. As he begins to cry out, the Lord says, why are you crying? Tell Israel Israel to move forward. Wow. He says, Why are you crying? Go. <laughs> and so I think that that spoke to me like so much whenever I read that a, a few years back. And it was just like, don't fear, like, just go. I'm with you. And wow. that sometimes there is a time to stand still. There's a time to rest. But most, most like, I don't, when the Lord sends me on a mission, I grab his word and I say, I can do all things to Christ Jesus. I'm in Christ. So I'm going to go.
1: Amen. And I'm not
2: going in, in my authority. I'm going as an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. Wow. And, and I think through that helps me out through His Word because, um, you know, as as like I told you, as I, when I was young, I was shy to to be in front of people. I was I was uh, very timid, and I think that uh, as as I have the the Lord's His Spirit is in me now. It, he doesn't give you a spirit of fear, right? But love and a sound mind, and 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 also in His Word it says that perfect love cast out all fear. Yes. And I, I think as I dissect His Word and I meditate in His Word, I know how perfectly I'm loved by Him. And then that casts out the fear
1: wow. because I don't know
2: how much he loves me. That's so, so good.
1: That, I love yes. that. I love that yes. because we, you know, what I've learned, you know, I'm, I'm a coach as well. I'm an empowerment coach. And even uh-huh. like with podcasting, a lot of women are scared. And I say women, you know, yes. cause I mostly speak to women, work with women, yes. but a lot of women, like the fear kicks in, yes. but, but that's the thing. And I love that you say that because in life. Life feels like that, even in marriage. Yes. Like, I know when my marriage has been rocky, it's like, mm. I feel like that. Like, oh, yeah. where where am I going? What am I doing? And I think that we can tend to feel that way. And so, yeah. and and I think that's, and and I had this conversation with someone else, but a lot of times, you know, especially for the listeners out there who maybe don't have a relationship with God, it's like,
2: yeah.
1: it, we think of religion, right? We think of rules, but in actuality, there's this freedom. There's this freedom yeah. knowing that, okay, even though, yes, I have some fear right now, I know that God is with me.
2: Yes. So yes. I can
1: take that little baby step. And I and I yeah. really, really believe that God allows us to feel that fear just a little. Of course, it's like mm-hmm. human nature also.
2: Yes. Because
1: yes. we take that step of faith, right? Just like, mm-hmm. um, oh, my God, it's probably Genesis where it says, by faith, Noah built the ark by faith Mm -hmm. Abraham took that land we do things by faith and that's why you hear that faith over fear because it's really our faith that drowns out the fear so I just I love that you that you just talked about that because it's like if you really I'm a visual person and if you picture yourself like running from people that are after you and you have nowhere to go yes and it's just like all I could do is like call god right now like what right but how many people go through that so
2: yes oh that was so
1: good that that could
2: be a whole other episode right there yeah that's a whole episode in itself and and um i want to i want to one thing i want to talk about on here because uh it's been on my heart and you know my wife's right here with me is that like uh, those this is just kind of changing the subject a little bit but those that have a the the unbelieving husband and you're saved and you, you, or you might have got saved, and and uh, and your husband is is not a believer right now. I read in the Bible like two days ago. I, I went across. Uh, I don't know if it's First Corinthians or Second Corinthians, but it said the unbelieving husband, the unbelieving husband will get saved because of the wife and her conduct. Like the yeah. like the, the the how she how he sees Christ in you, how you react to things is actually going to win him over to Christ. And and oh. so one thing is always intercede for your husband. And and always, uh, always pray and always pray for him, because I'm going to tell you how I had my encounter with Christ. I had an encounter with Christ three years ago and exactly on the 18th, which was two days ago, was my three year uh, anniversary that I've been sober Aww, from drugs. I've been awesome. sober from 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 addiction, from alcoholism, from lusting, wow. from everything that, you that's know. You know I, yeah. So he, he set me free from these things. But um, I was out at a bar and I couldn't get drunk that day. I couldn't get drunk that day and I drank every drink that I could have drank and and I could not get drunk and for some reason I told my friends with me they were at the bar with me because I used to take my construction workers they used to Mm -hmm. go with me afterwards and I said hey I can't get drunk I feel weird. So after about drink, I just turned my phone off because Maria was blowing I'm me laughing, up. And, you know like, I'm laughing because that's always yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I yeah. I feel so, weird. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel weird. And then Maria was blowing me up. So I said, man, I turned off my phone. I'm frustrated. I can't get drunk. So um, she and, and so so I end up my friend goes, hey, you look horrible. He's like, I'm going to Uber you home because you look terrible. I said, man, just send me home. So the whole ride, I'm just kind of bending out to the taxi driver about everything. I get inside the house and Maria is on her knees and she's praying when I walk in. And when she she walks in, I said, get up off your knees. God is not powerful enough to get me out of out of addiction and my sin. And I said, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go back to my old ways and I'm just going to go all the way back into everything I used to do. And she says, no, 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 don't say that. And she ends up putting on a sermon. She has the worship music on and she's praying. I was like, man, get this thing away from me. I go to sleep at night, right? I thought wow. I, I go to sleep. She I, I go to sleep. She doesn't sleep with me in the bed that night because she's like, this guy's going crazy. And in the morning, I got up with a hangover and I didn't know exactly what all that had happened. But I know that I was, that I had said some things. And uh, in the middle of the day, I felt like that uh, like an anesthesia sleep. A hand pushed me down, and I came out of my body. When I came out of my body, it was a vision, and I was preaching the gospel. Wow. And when I was preaching the gospel. Uh, I was speaking in tongues and I remember there was a crowd of people and I couldn't really see because of the the lights were in my eyes and I was speaking in tongues and in in, in my subconscious, I heard, this is the road I have for you. Wow. You will die in your sin. If you continue, you will die in your sin. And I fell back into my body. I repented and I was never the same one touch of Jesus, but, but my wife was interceding for me. Wow. She was interceding. She was, she was believing that God can change. I just
1: got chills. Yeah. She she
2: was, Oh,
1: go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. She she was, she was, she was believing that God can change me. And I literally walked in the room the night before saying I'm done. I'm, I'm turning away from the faith, shutting the door, slamming it. I open up the door in the morning. She comes out and I said, I'm done with that life. I go and I delete everybody's number. You know, I changed the crowd that I hung out with for about a year. And I, and I, and I immediately just began to seek God. And it was perfect timing because COVID-19 hit at that time and they had just gave me my last check so I didn't work for about 4 months and I literally stayed in my room with the Bible for 4 months and I just wow. read and read and read and it happens that I end up reading the book of Acts first and I just see how they're baptizing and they're they're um they're out there um, uh, preaching the gospel and they're getting beat down and they don't have a church building and I got excited I just went to the streets and began to preach the gospel
1: wow yeah, okay so that's kind of like <laughs> this excites me because you know I'm one of those people I didn't go to church I got saved, surrendered my life to Jesus so radically that I I couldn't explain it. I just knew that something changed in me Yeah, because I immediately and this was like 14 years ago. I immediately I didn't want to drink anymore. I didn't like I broke up with my boyfriend and everybody was like, you're so stupid, you know. So I love these stories because these this is exactly why, like, I tell my listeners, if you even like me a little, it's because of God like
0: period you know yeah and it's it's
1: not to like of course it is to boast about my god why because i wasn't Mm -hmm. always this girl and even in my walk with god i have messed up really bad i've messed up Mm -hmm. so bad right yes
2: and all it does is show you grace and so it's Mm -hmm. like
1: it's kind of like how the word says like god's kindness leads us to repentance and i i love that like how it's crazy, right? Because it's something that you have to encounter that Jesus yes. to understand yes. what we're talking about. So yes. I want to encourage a listener right now. Like, if you're like, "This sounds crazy," like yes. sounds like a movie. No, these are these are the lives yes. of people, and yes. you know, people that have gotten free from heroin and prostitution, and and I feel yes. like these are the stories that need to be blown up because that Amen. is the power of god right yes, And so, yes. and it's not like to shove our beliefs or anything like that it's just that no. this is the god that we love that like hey you Amen. can mess up so bad you can do something that even a human wouldn't forgive you but yet god will love you why because he doesn't love the way we love his love is completely unconditional Amen. and and just from hearing like what Maria was, she was blowing your phone up. She was, which <laughs> somebody might be like, "Oh my gosh, like you're nagging me." No, but that's yeah. that's that. Uh, what I I forgot which uh, book it is, but I think it's in Luke. The woman that was like, you know, she kept uh, pressuring and asking oh, yeah. and asking.
2: Yes. And, and so
1: yes. that's that's the spirit of, of God in her. That's like, no, I'm not yeah. giving up on my husband.
2: Mm-hmm. i'm not giving yes. up
1: on him that's that's the love of god because any yeah, of, right. anybody else and i'll just say <laughs> this because i used to be ghetto fabulous i'm still a little bit like dude you're on yeah. your own like i can't take you right yeah. love you so maria yeah. i don't know like girl tell <laughs> yes. me more about this
2: <laughs> yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> um I, I man it's kind of hard uh you know when i go back in time i'm like man well, how did i you know, put up with a lot of stuff, because I did put up a lot. And um, I guess I always saw something good in Oscar. Like, even though he did all this, what he did, you know, in the past, like, I always saw that, you know, something was, was going to come out of him. And, uh, and, and then uh, that day, whenever he came in, I was already changing too, because I was there with him, you know, at times, like partying and drinking and and, and, you know, just having that, that time like him but him he would if he was able to go out and i don't have to stay home so i was just like you know what the you at better. the house so that way I could still have fun, but but whenever he came in, I was already stopped. I was like, I'm not gonna do this no more. I'm not gonna drink no more, no drugs or nothing. And and um, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pray because I I just I just feel like something in me is telling me to pray. And I haven't prayed for a long time, and I haven't felt God's power or nothing. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I got on my knees and I was praying for Oscar because I was afraid that something happened to him that night. And I was like, man, he I'm just gonna get bad news. You know, as a as a woman, as a as a uh, wife, you're just thinking the worst. Right. And uh, I was just in there praying, praying. And I was just like, I know he's going to come in through that door. And he did come through the door, you know, uh, slamming everything. But (laughs) because he was really Well, trying to get
2: yeah, weird,
0: but but it it was a really um, it was like a blur. But at the same time, it was so vivid because I know that that's a transformation that God started working in us, even even myself and him. Um, so I just uh um, yeah, we uh he like you said he just went to the other room and uh I, I just prayed and I was fell asleep because I was like, I want nothing to do with you right now. <laughs>
2: Yeah. You know oh, just
0: just because yeah. uh, I, I I didn't I uh, it was just a a point in time that I was just like I don't know what to do I'm just going to pray. Yes. And it was God and and then the next day like we just started
1: to continue to our, our, our walk and we turned away from everything. You wow. just turn it
2: in one we turned well, I'll t- I'll tell you one.
1: thank you. Let me say yeah. thank you because you guys are so vulnerable and transparent and it's like mm-hmm. these are things that like we don't want to talk about oh yeah right? we yeah. don't want to talk about when we were jacked up and messed up or we don't want to talk because it's it's hard right there's shame when we mm-hmm. mess up there's shame when when something doesn't go right yeah. and so for other people to hear things like that it helps them see like i'm not alone right because what does the enemy yeah. do he makes us feel like
2: you're yeah. messed
1: up like yeah. you're you're look at mm-hmm. this like this is your identity so I really love that you all are being so transparent, you know, and I yes. think that that is exactly what this world and this generation. Yes.
2: Needs, yes. Yeah. It's because there's nothing good inside of me besides Christ, because like I couldn't change myself. I couldn't, um, there, I couldn't even see, like, I didn't understand that I was selfish. I didn't know that I didn't know. I didn't understand that I didn't know how to treat a lady. I didn't understand that I didn't know how to love, you know, because even I, I go back to my first marriage, like I didn't understand how to love. I didn't understand how to love, so I I was always a womanizer. Um, I I sold drugs. I was a drug addict, and uh, and at the same time, uh, I like to party, and so I was that party guy, that the fun guy, and and I and, you know my whole first marriage was just messed up because I didn't understand how to love, and and as a, and it just continued. So there was no woman that was going to satisfy me. There was no woman that can make me think different. I was blinded. I was dead in my sin, but as Christ came, He ripped the veils off. Wow. And I and he began to show me how to love, and I I and I have six daughters. I have seven kids. I got six daughters and a son. And I stress this out to my daughters. And I tell you, listeners that are out there right now, uh, if if you're single and you're looking for and you're looking for a husband, get a God fearing man, not a man that goes to church. A mm-hmm. God fearing man, a God fearing man, one who's gonna fear God so much that he don't want to hurt his daughter. So every time that me and my wife We get in an argument or we have a, a, you know, something where we don't agree upon and we can kind of I could feel that tension building up. And then I look and then I try to I remember the first fight we got into um, after I was saved. um, I go to my room to pray and God says, don't come to me with that filth. You better go work that thing out with my daughter. Yes, and wow. he told me straight. The Holy Spirit just straight spoke to me, and I went over there. I apologized and dealt with my pride, and I was like, wow. I just felt like I was being ran over, and oh my goodness! And God wow. began to deal with me, but I began to love though, because the thing is that like we don't understand love until we know Christ. Yeah. So there's, and so if and if you're that person out there that's looking for a husband, uh, one thing I tell you that make sure he fears God, because he are you going to have uh, problems? Yes. Is he gonna make mistakes? Yes, but one thing is he will get conviction, he'll get in his word, and he's gonna know what the, the right thing to do. Because wow. Christ says to love your wife as Christ loved the church and Christ died for the church. So that's how much he loves, that's how much you should love your wife. Like, you know, help her carry her burdens. You know, to, you know, he helped us carry our cross, then we should help her carry, you know, her, her things and pray for her, intercede. And and so I just, I just want to put that out there for the listeners. Yeah. And if you're married. And and you your husband is not saved, but you know you're seeking God or you're saved. Continue to intercede for him. Don't give up. Fast and pray. You know, lay hands on his clothes and pray for him. Lay hands on his side of the bed and say, God, I believe in that. You can change this man. You know, and and continue to intercede and he'll, and God will answer your prayers.
1: Wow. Let me let me just say that needs a mic drop because you know one one of the things that I always talk about is like. You know, and I I even wrote it in my book, like God's daughters, like we're God's daughters.
2: Yes. Whether yes.
1: whether you believe in God or not, He created you.
2: Oh, yeah, right. He, yes. he
1: created you and He really He He knew you before you were ever even here. So I love that you mentioned that because like when you see when you see yourself as God's daughter, yes. you understand how precious, how valuable you are, how worthy yes. you are. And a lot of times, and I can say this from experience, as a woman, we're still trying to find our identity in a man. Mm,
2: So anytime
1: a man does something to hurt us, or anytime a man does something that is like going crazy, for example, right? Or whatever, it's like, what's wrong with me? But it all goes back to that identity piece that, like, I'm only who I am because of God. So I love that you mentioned that because I think that. For so many women, we have mm-hmm. been hurt as little yes. girls. And yes. so we don't even, I mean, and that's a whole other episode, but yeah. I think someone really needs to hear that. Like, yeah. and, and I learned this the hard way. You know, I was a believer. I, I had a relationship with God. And then, you know, my dad turned his back on me. Something crazy yeah. happened in my family. And I, I really didn't understand, even wow. though I called myself a believer, that. I was really God's daughter because once Mm. you understand that you're God's daughter, you're God's son, you understand, Mm. I can do, like you said, I can do what he calls me to do. I can Mm. do all things through Christ because I'm your child. Um, And and I'll just say this in marriage. A lot of times I've done this where I think what's happening in my marriage is a reflection of my identity. Right. But Mm. then you understand, wait, this is a whole other human with oh, his yeah. own trauma i got my yeah. trauma you got two broken people together and then yeah. you understand like whatever you're going through that's not a reflection of me so i really feel yeah. thank you for for sharing that because i yeah. think that you know a lot of women have been hurt so much and they yes. can have those father wounds and it's hard yeah. to accept like I am really loved like that, but yeah, girl, yes. for you listening, you really are loved. Like,
2: yes, that. you really are loved. You really so, are loved. And wow, I think... that
1: was, that was so good. That could be like yeah, a so whole other I... episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just, I, like I said, that's why, that's why I wanted to, to share that with y'all and, and, um, and God has so much more for y'all. Those that are listening right now, God has a God has a plan for you, has a purpose for you, and He even like before you were e- even even before your mother even thought about you, even before you were even thought of, even before your dad and your mom hooked up, He had already formed you, yeah. and then He had put these gifts inside of you. So He made you perfect the way you are. He made you perfect for His kingdom, perfect for to do His will, and and you know, in due time, He will bring you that. He'll bring you that partner that you know you're you're the. The perfect partner that he has for you. Because I, I think it. that a lot of people we I think that a lot of us uh we jump ahead of God. Yes. We jump ahead of God and we say, Oh, there he goes. And you know, we settle for whatever. And then you say, Hey, he smells good. God, we're
1: like, ooh,
2: who's yeah, that? Yeah, he, he got a haircut, you know. Yeah, he,
1: he, he shaved it? Yeah, I'm
2: he kidding. shaved and he, right, there you go. And then he and then nope, that, that's not the one. And uh oh and I think God. a lot of times I think a lot of times I've I've jumped before God's you know, open up a business or different type of things that I've opened up. And, and God says, I pray to God and say, can you bless this? And he says, son, it was never for you. Wow. You know, And I, I think he can relate that to the daughters. Hey, he was never for you. Hey, that That's was never sad. for you. I got this different route for you. So, wow. I mean, I just, so encourage the yeah, so just encourage the yeah. believers with that. With, the, with I listeners. love it.
1: I love it because, you know, I, I like to, I'm, I used to be a kid that liked taking things apart and putting them back together. And it's, It's just so good. And I think it's a reminder, right, for us to remember that, that like we're worth waiting for. Like you wait for me, dude, because, you know, I'm God's daughter. Um, So, okay, as we wrap up, like this is so good. I like I could talk to you guys forever. I I really (laughs) I. So two things, if I would love for you all to just kind of share, like, how do you really pursue your calling or your dream that God has put on your heart and I would also love for you just to both of you if you like just to encourage you know the listener out there that's like I'm a little curious about God but I really don't understand this God that you guys seem to know and are talking about so yeah if you could just share your heart on that
2: uh yes like like if you uh, if you're like if you're seeking you know, freedom, if you're seeking uh, answers, if you're, if you're seeking like free, like, like just to, to understand why you're created, you know, I encourage you to get alone and, uh, and take, take the, take the Jesus challenge, you know, go, you know, get alone with, with, with God and, 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 and close the door to your room. And I would just say, get alone and say, God, if you're real, show me, show Mm -hmm. me that you're real, open up the Bible, begin to, begin to read and, and really dissect the word. And, and and spend that time alone with God because you know um, I, I remember being cur- curious, but I never really tried to surrender to it. But I, I think that um, uh, you know God, cho- you know He 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 chose He chose me. Obviously, I can't choose Him. He chose me, and He began to reveal Himself to me after my encounter, and I began to seek Him, and He showed me more and He showed me more. And as I began to seek Him diligently in the secret place, He began to deal with my heart. He began to pluck things out that were under there was bitterness there was uh there was guilt from leaving my kids in my first uh marriage there was uh unforgiveness towards myself not only unforgiveness towards certain people but you know he revealed to me there was unforgiveness for my towards myself and it was a baggage that I carried around and um it brought bitterness brought all these things and as I seek God he freed me from all these things so when you hear me in my music or whenever you see me preach I'm always stressing it's like I'm set free like I'm literally set free. He he freed me from myself. He freed me from, you know, suicide thoughts. He freed me from depression. He's freed me from lusting of the eyes. He freed me from addiction. Yeah, and so I just feel wow. free in that. And so you can be free. You can be free today. You know, call out, call, call on the name of the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved. He says, call out on the name. You know, Jesus Christ is the only one who changed my life. And I know he can do the same thing for you.
1: Wow. That's so yeah. good.
0: Thank you.
2: You want to encourage you.
0: Yeah, well, for me, um, I was a, uh, you know, I wasn't a person of many words. I was very shy. So for me to be able to even talk in front of people, for me to even pray for people. So I had to get out of my comfort zone and only the only one that did it was the Lord. Amen. Um, the only one that was able to put those words was the Lord because it says by, by his, you know, he will speak through you. He will use you as a, as a vessel here mm-hmm. on earth. So, um, as I was, um, it's just a it's just a point in life where, you know, you just got to be like, man, God, I, I, I don't know who you are. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here on Earth. What am I called to do? Man. Why do I feel like this? Why isn't things going my way? Why am I feeling like I, I deal a lot with depression? I deal a lot with sadness, loneliness. um. And a lot of, a lot of baggage that he had to carry and he had to help me, my husband, you know, carry that. Like you said, you know, that you have two different people that are bringing baggage together. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, alongside with my husband, but, you know, asking God, like you said, you know, he's plucking you out. He's taking those, those, uh, you're like a flower. He's like, this, yeah. this is not good. This is not good because I'm making you to the person that you're called to be wow. and changing your character. So God is working and God will do it. He said what he, started, he will finish. So God will finish what he started. So uh, one thing I say, God, if you're real, show me, show me if you're real, God. And uh, man, I, there's so many times that you just, anywhere you are, anywhere you're at, if you're in a car, if you're in your house, just get in somewhere in the restroom. Like, cause I'm a busy mom and sometimes I don't have a place to pray. Sometimes I don't have a corner around this house because there's so much going on around. And I'm like, God, I don't know how to get into your presence. But, I need you right now, because without you, I cannot do this day. I need you, Father, and I need your presence right now, and that's whenever I go to the restroom, I call out, "Father, I need you, and he will meet you. He will meet you where you're at yeah. so if you're wherever you're at at this moment, God will meet you. you just ask him and call on his name, Jesus, that's the name that covers all sins, that's
1: the name that 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 you that sets people free yes. Wow, yeah Maria, yeah. I love what you just shared because I you just brought me back to, like, when I was so messed up that I just remember saying, God, if you're real, just fix me.
2: Amen. Like Amen. I,
1: I had dated guys who would tell me I was bipolar. I was up and down. Right. I didn't crazy. know I had so much trauma. I had right. so much stuff that I was numbing with, like, alcohol. So, man, I really just feel that someone needs that. Everything Amen. you just shared, someone needs that. You know, yes. and so thank you just for being so real, because I think, you know, it's it's being tired of being so tired because yeah. you yeah. can only live your life that way for so long till you're like, I'm done. Right. Mm. Um, guys, this. So, OK, just really, really quick. Uh, what? Okay. Give me like a tip or two tips for like anyone who's like, I, I really want to pursue my purpose, my dream. Like, what's two quick tips as we wrap up?
2: Um, you know, I, I, I would uh, I would uh, if I want to pursue my my dreams, I would write them down, first of all, on paper. And then I would I would pray over them. That'd be one of the first things that I would do. I would pray over them. And then the second tip would I would I would start making moves that uh, maybe watching videos that will help you towards your goal, your financial goal. Maybe take a class, take a course, start start pivoting your way towards that goal, you know, after your prayer. So those would be the two quick tips that I would give. Is a pray and an act.
1: Love it. How about you, Maria? That's good. Yes. Yeah. I love it. All right. I know someone's going to be like, I want to know more about these people. Where can people find you, listen to your music, all that good stuff?
2: Uh, You you can find me on Facebook at at Oscar Rico. Just Oscar Rico. It's it's under my name. And then on YouTube, if you want to hear my music, you can check me out on YouTube at Brother Rico. And and on TikTok, I'm setfree.br on IG setfree.br. dot br. Br stands for brother rico though, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So you can just find my music there or you can uh find me on Facebook and I'm cool. there.
0: yeah so I, I'm just I just have my my Facebook Maria Rico. If you guys uh you find my husband I'm right there along with him so if you guys guys ever want to yeah message me any women out there you know just yeah let and
2: me know. One thing I feel led to 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 share with Right now is I I feel like there's a woman out there that's holding on to unforgiveness right now that you're holding on to unforgiveness, whether it was a uh, it was was something that could have happened in your childhood. And it wasn't your fault, but there's that, you know, but you're holding on to this unforgiveness and it's killing you. It's dragging you down. It's making you bitter. And I just pray that you would let go, because as you forgive that person, whether it was your fault or not, you let you forgive that person that you will be set free right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. And he took your innocence. But God can heal you right now. And he wants to heal you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it go. God is with you. Jesus is there. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
1: Amen. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: That's for somebody. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. Um, If that was for you and you want to reach out to Oscar, please do. Um, if you want to DM me, you can do that as well. Um, yes. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Please go yes. follow Oscar, Maria. If you want to connect with them, um, go give Oscar some downloads on his music.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yes. Me- yes. All yeah. glory uh, to God.
1: Yes. Amen. Thank you so much for yeah. tuning in. Please share this episode with your amigas, your amigos. Text them the link. Tag me on Instagram. Have a blessed yes. day.
2: Yeah, too, a blessed night.
1: Thank yeah, you, you too. God, God bless you. Hey, Mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmuhet.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless.